follow-up from last hour on the whole, they're canceling Halloween all, all across the country in various schools. And what's going? I think I figured out what's going on there. It's, oh, uh, yeah? It's not, uh, it's not something that will make you happy, but I think I figured it out. Where are we with impeachment today, Joe? Well, number one story is you got Adam Schiff has been lying systematically for quite some time now, saying repeatedly that if not for the brave inspector general, we wouldn't even know about this uh, whistleblower. Well, the whistleblower had been in touch with Adam Schiff's staffers for quite some time before the complaint came out. And indeed, it's not known at this point to what extent they massaged it, coordinated it, helped with the wording or the structure or whatever. But uh, so Schiff has been lying systematically about it. Now, maybe you still think Trump's a bad guy, but I'm here to tell you. And and Schiff also, he was uh, he was making a statement so ridiculous it amounts to a lie about how McGuire, the acting DNI, uh, was trying to hold back the report. When he testified under oath on Capitol Hill, I had zero intention of holding it back. I had just have to work through the law. So you have Adam Schiff's reputation as a congenital liar um, growing. And this matters because... The allegations and the call, the infamous call, are all vague enough that it's really going to turn on American public opinion, what they think of Trump and what he did and the rest of it, whether it's worthy of impeachment. And the fact that the face of impeachment for the Democrats is lying systematically about how this all got started, man, that is going to affect the American people as more and more people hear about it. Sure. The other headline is you got a diplomat testifying behind closed doors about... You know, how they felt in Ukraine. He was in charge of helping Ukraine deal with the U.S., and I imagine they'll grill him about whether the the new guy in Ukraine felt pressured by Trump and whether it was a quid pro quo or not. So we'll have to find out. I don't know if that'll leak or if somebody will put out a statement or what. I just saw an article on how um, uh, the Democrats may have lost their simple narrative that they were so excited about. That one of the problems with the whole Russia Mueller that thing is it was so complicated people couldn't follow it. Now we got a simple one. This is very simple. You got the simple statement from the president, but now it's getting very very complicated with the whole IG report shift new this that and it's getting all muddied up and maybe mm-hmm. you know you lose a lot of your momentum as it gets more complicated. Right. And you have to explain a bunch of different stuff. Well, and if the White House can get its act together on messaging and have its Republican legions go out under the fruited plain and spread the word, they'll also hit the uh, the Democrats haven't even had a vote on this. This is just a hobby at this point. This isn't an official impeachment inquiry. No, I know there are differing opinions on that, but that's a good narrative. Because hmm. that um, has been the tradition in American history. You have a vote before you get started. Talked a little bit about this last hour, and uh, Sean dug up some more info on it. The, uh, the 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 sweeping trend of schools across the country canceling all your Halloween stuff. So where you used to have you know kindergartners through senior and high school uh, honor about Halloween, depending on the day, show up to school in costumes and maybe have a contest and give out prizes, and everybody thought it was fun. They've done away with it. One common theme is no good explanation for why they're doing it. That's a common theme among schools, including a, a local one we were just talking about. They don't really have a good explanation, and if the media asks, they don't tell them, which I find interesting. It, what, this is what it reminds me of, before I get into some of the particulars here. It reminds me of when companies started canceling Christmas parties. Well, you know, because of the because of the what? Because of the what? 
Yeah. Well, you know, there's the opportunity for this. Uh, this has never happened in my life. I've been to a whole bunch of Christmas parties. Nothing's ever happened. Why are we getting rid of Christmas parties? Well, because, you, you know, there's a chance that, and they just... People just, might be offended. You just uh, well, And what yeah. I think happened was, you heard that other companies were getting rid of their Christmas parties, and you thought, well, I guess that's a thing we're supposed to be doing now, right. because they're worried about something happening, even though they'd been going on forever and everybody'd been fine. Um, they just, And I think this is what happened in the schools now. There's, there's a couple of... Over the years, for a variety of dumb reasons, but schools have heard that other schools are doing this, so we better do it, too, because they can't enunciate the reason for why they're canceling the the Halloween thing. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I think there's also a a lot of uh, um, woke social justice activist crap going on here. Yeah. And you just, listen, I got to teach the kids. So those three families... Hate Halloween because there's some sort of orthodox something or other from Eastern Europe. And those three families are Wiccans, and they're all activists, and they're all calling the press, F it, it's off. It could be. Uh, um, I do and have more sympathy than it sounds like you do to that it could be, point but, of view, the reality. Um, uh, well, whatever ends in them not having Halloween, I'm not okay with. Have freaking right. Halloween and people will get over it. I hear you. I'm um, with you. But here, in this particular example, school in uh, urban Chicago, the example they had used of why they weren't going to have Halloween, because... Uh, let me read you some of the... Um, I almost used the term the president used yesterday. The BS word. Go ahead. Let me hit you with some of the, 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 the principal's BS. Um, Their explanation on why they couldn't have it. As part of our school, the district-wide community equality, we're focused on building community and creating, in, creating inclusive, welcoming environments for all. I'm While we recognize that. that Halloween is a fun tradition of many families, it's not a holiday, a holiday that's celebrated by all members of our school. And for various reasons, the inequities, blah, 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 BS, BS, BS. And you got this family saying, if they're talking about us, we're Bosnian and Muslim immigrant family that moved here. And when we found out they did that at this school, we were thrilled and my kids love it. Nobody asked us if we were bothered by it. Well, we're not. listen to how the white supremacists have terrified them into supplication. There's another school, Eviston, Illinois. I don't know why these are all Illinois. Probably because... I think what I was explaining earlier, you hear, oh, the, that school over there canceled? Well, we better cancel, because apparently this is what you do. Evanston, home of Northwestern. Um, they go through a couple of kids who were in tears when they found out they didn't get to dress up for school. It was their favorite thing to dress up for, because they get to see all their friends, blah, blah, but blah. But at least no one was offended. And then you have more... Some kids can't afford costumes, blah, blah, blah. Some kids, me, don't think of it till the last minute. <laughs> Uh, parents were upset that they weren't told about this, consulted on this, and haven't heard any good explanation for why it was done. That's a good way to handle things. Just cancel it. You don't have the freaking guts to say why you're doing it. It's just that kind of sort of stuff just drives me crazy. Yep. Uh, yep. You can fight it. I recommend you fight it. Parents at Lincoln feel frustrated about the school's decision to cease Halloween celebrations for a few reasons, including being left out of the decision-making, a lack of clarity on why the decision was made, and how the school is planning to move forward. Well, we just did it, and we, we're not going to tell you why, because we're all kind of weaselly weirdos, and we don't have a good reason, but we're going to cancel it anyway. You know, a... And just make life just less enjoyable all the way around for humans. That's what we're going to do. A hungry society on the rise... Values innovation and energy and toughness and achievement, sometimes even conquest. A fat, comfortable society values safety. Just safety and conformity and not screwing it up. Just let me go to work and go home. 
innovation and energy and conquest, please. That's hilarious. If you don't want to look at the U.S., look at Britain. Although I did, ju- I just uh, scanned a piece. I haven't read the whole thing. They're talking about the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. And they said, you know what? After the Roman Empire fell, a lot of really good stuff happened. There was a lot of good innovation and energy and, and, and people taking care of themselves and the rest of it. The Roman Empire fell because it had to fall. It was bloated. It was bloated and stupid. <laughs> I don't think good things happened for if you lived in Rome and the barbarians finally came through and started chopping into pieces. Listen. Listen. You going to make an omelet with intact eggs there? <laughs> It was Please. luxuries like air conditioning that led to the fall of the Roman Empire. Their windows were closed. They didn't hear the barbarians coming. Oh, is that right? It's a quote I heard from a video game, but I always really like that. I haven't studied, uh, you know, home climate control during the Roman era. Not not carefully enough, but... So the I, school I just, I just principal wants to honor the school's value of equality and inclusiveness to all students within, within the community. Again, Just, wow, you strung a bunch of words together. Well those, done. And what's amazing to me, because I hear this sort of stuff all the time, you carefully craft those phrases, think you're doing something so meaningful and deep, and I just hear bull s. When I hear those phrases, oh, yeah. I just hear crap and bull s and somebody I don't want to be in charge of anything around me. <laughs> That's all I hear when I hear those, those phrases. Right. Oh, my God. It's like the code words in real estate. It's quaint. That means it's uh, weird. <laughs> Cozy. That means it's small. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We prize inclusiveness above. God Vibrant sucks. neighborhood means it's loud around there. <laughs> yeah. And again, you know, flip the coin, my friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever sleeps. <laughs> honk, honk, honk. Boy, this is vibrant, honey. Uh, it, flip the coin. You move to Turkey and start howling. All this Muslim crap is making me feel alienated. Stop with the Eid celebrations. Ramadan, I feel excluded. Except you wouldn't, unless you're a crazy person. Well, that's my if point. If you went to another country, no, but not even on the religious stuff. If you went to another country and you found out, oh, at the school here, on this particular day, kids wear wacky costumes and eat treats, you'd think, awesome. My kids are going to love that. Right. You wouldn't care what the reason How was charming. for or where right. it came from or any of that. Yeah, when my brother was stationed in Japan, his his kids invested themselves fully in Japanese culture and the schools and stuff like that and learned all about it and just delighted in it. They didn't hold marches to try to prevent it because that would be belligerent and hmm, idiotic. And yet, for some reason, we, well, self-hatred is so fashionable right now as a way to show how enlightened you are that, yeah, you not only do you welcome that when it comes that sort of, you have to uh, 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 cancel the Lotus Blossom Festival. Not only do you embrace that when it comes, you create it when it hasn't come at all. You just make it up in your own mind. The best That's des- how off track we are as a culture. The best description I ever heard of this, and it's stuck in my mind everything since, I think it came from Pat Buchanan, but you're either a proud, strutting, swaggering, growing culture that is spreading out over the earth, or you're a receding, shrinking, ashamed culture. Right. That's just the way it is. It's just the ebb and flow. And, uh, and we're, cl- it's pretty clear what we are. Mm-hmm. We, we shy away and back up. Oh, I'm sorry. Did that offend someone? And the, the first one has a lot of problems. It often hurts people and breaks things and, and, and does bad things. 
But you can only be one of those two. Mm-hmm. And if you're the shrinking, receding, ashamed of yourself culture, you get dominated by the culture that is swaggering, growing, and willing to put on you what they want things to be like. And frequently it's way better and way uglier. Yeah, yeah. And the others. Very often. But you right. you only get to be one of those two, and which would you rather be? I'd yeah. rather be the first one, even if the, you know, you do break some eggs in the process. Well, and you work to make sure your sins are not excessive. But, you know, I don't know. Shrinking, ashamed. Oh, somebody might get upset, so we'll cancel Halloween. Ah, it's just embarrassing. I actually shrank by about three ounces overnight, so I'm pleased with that. I was a growing culture <laughs> until last night. I'm hoping that trend continues. Mm, fantastic. Can I um, demonstrate this in sound real quick? Yes, sure. please. Wow. Shame. Mm. Shame. That transitional moment was 1972. Thank you, Michael. You think that so? was that was art right there. I'm no, uh, you know, I'm no highbrow, but I know art when I hear it. That was art. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Morning, Senator Bernie Sanders still recovering in Las Vegas amid questions about the future of his campaign. On Tuesday night, the 78-year-old candidate going from this fundraising event straight to the hospital, complaining of chest pains. At the event, Sanders, who usually likes to stand, asking for a chair. Ari, can you do me a favor? Where's Ari? Give me a chair up here for a moment. I'm going here. It's been a long day here. The Sanders campaign won't say if he suffered a heart attack. I didn't know that was even a question. Sanders' campaign has not said whether or not he suffered a heart attack. I would think you'd answer that with a resounding no if he did not. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Having had a heart attack would be a big deal. I had a heart attack. Not a joke. I'm all right. Although, I don't know, this this used to be an issue years ago, I guess, when I was a kid with, the, with you know, whether or not people were healthy enough. I, I think with modern health care, we just assume everybody's more or less fine until the moment you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can have some, we've seen lots of famous people have pretty rough heart situations, and then they're fine. Right. Right, so it doesn't mean that and, much to me in terms of his ability to uh, to, to to keep going, keep right, on, keep and, on, on. Right, and things that would have killed him back in the day, yeah, nineteen sixty eight. You just go in, you get it taken care of. Not that it's a joke or anything, but it can be dealt with. Do any of the lower tier Dem candidates make a hard push for his Veep, hoping that he doesn't finish the term if he wins? Well, I was just going to mm, say my other word. the other reason it's no longer so hoping important. Is the wrong word. The whole health thing is that uh, the go go twenty first century. We get bored so easily. After about two and a half years, I'm tired of the guy in the office. If he kicks off, has a massive heart of the growler, the uh, the, the the big one, the widowmaker, uh, bring the new guy in. That's fine. But God, I could, could kind of use a shakeup after about that much time. That's something. I don't know what was particularly going on that day, but um, if it's like most days, it was his 10th event, traveling like crazy, yeah. on stage for hours, on his feet for hours as a guy who's damn near 80 years old. Mm-hmm. Any one of those days, I would think, thank God that's over, and tomorrow I get to do nothing. They don't They don't have days like that. They do that every day for two years. Proof. Socialism keeps you young. And uh, and him saying, oh, yeah, can you give me a chair? I just, it's been a long day. Yeah, you're having a heart attack, is the deal. Or something. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how big a deal that is or not. Well, 
you, you can uh, wallow around in analyzing the losers if you want. Marshall bringing up Kamala Harris plays. I'm all about winners. And Bernie does not have the feel of a winner, does not have the smell of a winner about him. A lawsuit against Robert De Niro that he subjected female employee to creepy and abusive behavior. We'll see if that's uh, just a money grab or actually something. Kind of feel like the bloom is off the rose on the on the Me Too movement. That would have been giant headlines. When was that hot? Two years ago? Yeah. That would have been giant headlines two years ago. He'd have to make a statement today. Now I think it just kind of disappears. Creepy? Mm, you don't want to be creepy, fellas. No, you don't want to be creepy, and I'm not in favor. I'm just saying it wasn't that, that we had that period there where any accusation about anybody, you were probably done within days. Right. Um, right. Oh, yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the lynch mob has gone on to other things. Uh, you know, if two guys say precisely the same thing in the same way with the same body language, same setting to the same woman, the handsome guy is flattering, and the not-so-handsome guy is creepy. Yep. That's just the way life is. You got some greasy hair plastered to your head and bad teeth, and you say that? You're creepy. I don't think you got to go that far. Maybe just, the guy washes his hair regularly. I'm painting a picture with why, my words. Why you gotta? Why you got to make him, like, bad with hygiene? He's just not blessed. I don't know. <laughs> What's coming why up? do you hate? I don't know. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? White House fighting back against the Intel chair Adam Schiff and the Bidens. Boy, I got to tell you, the next Democratic debate's going to be one for the record books. Oh, God. I don't want one for the record books. <laughs> and, and you're lying. <laughs> and the connection between allergies and crime. At what now? Well, stay tuned to all those stories on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. I think Bernie Sanders does, though, when he gets out of the hospital. I think his next appearance, he's got to come out in like a singlet and do some of the, uh, you know, throw around a medicine ball, lift one of those old-timey barbells over his head, <laughs> show that he's fit and ready to go, run in place for a while. He's doomed! Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the New York Times dropping a bombshell reporting the Democratic head of the House Intelligence Committee, Representative Adam Schiff, learned about the CIA officer's concerns about Trump's alleged abuse of power days before that officer filed a whistleblower complaint. And Fox News reporting that this early contact is something that Schiff has repeatedly denied time and time again. President Trump talking about the New York Times story with reporters yesterday. Just happened as I'm walking up here, they handed it to me. And I said to Mike, I said, whoa, that's something. That's big stuff. That's a big story. He knew long before, and he helped write it, too. It's a scam. It's a scam. Today, Trump was again defending his July phone call with the president of Ukraine. Trump insisting Ukraine should be investigating the Bidens right now. If they were honest about it, they'd start a major investigation into the Bidens. It's a very simple answer. They should investigate the Bidens because how does a company that's newly formed and all these companies, if you look at, and by the way, likewise, China should start an investigation into the Bidens. Because what happened in China is just about as bad as what happened with Ukraine. So that is interesting. If the if the main claim from uh, Nancy and um, uh, and Schiff and others is it's, it, the weapons thing is is you know makes it worse. But even without the weapons, even without the quid pro quo, you don't need that. 
merely asking a foreign country to investigate an opponent is enough to impeach you. That's right. an impeachable offense. Mm-hmm. And and he obviously is willing to, uh, to, to stick that right in their face. So, yeah, prove that. Prove that this is an impeachable offense in the eyes of the people. Because he's saying it out loud. He was asked if he should uh, China should look into it. I haven't, but it's certainly something we can start thinking about. Having China look into the Bidens. Donald right. Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. So right. he, so he's going to say on a microphone, yeah, I'm asking all these countries to invest the Biden and in, investigate the Bidens. Yeah. And see if the American people think that's a big if that's a big deal or not. You know, you're right. That is a a hell of a deal and uh, yeah, we'll see if it works. His defense is kind of scattershot. Um, and I really think they need to get their messaging together, but I've been saying that since, like, the inauguration, so blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's Trump being the best uh, Donald Trump that's ever existed. He's the best Trumpish. It, it reminds me of what Keith Moon of The Who used to say. I am by far the best Keith Moon-style drummer in the world, and Donald Trump is that. But I don't even think you need to go there. The fact that Adam Schiff is systematically, repeatedly lying... About the origins of this thing. Listen, maybe you think Trump's a jerk or an idiot or a liar or a hundred other things, but your guy, does he can't tell the truth. I'm telling you, this is significant. Because if Americans think, I don't know who the hell's t- telling the truth, never mind. They wander away and they think we're having an election anyway. Forget it, never mind. And never mind, I don't know what to think, is fatal for Nancy and Schiff. Sure, um, uh, although she was smart enough to give herself the out um, by not officially having the vote and all that sort of stuff. Because then you'd have to pull the plug on it in a very uh, noticeable way. Right. This You could just let this kind of drift away if public opinion goes south on you. Right. Well, Nancy, who's smart as a whip and mean as a snake, knows the case just isn't that good. Um, I, I'll be interested to follow the echo chamber throughout the day with Trump giving two more examples of what they claim is an impeachable offense. Oh, yeah, you think you can impeach on that? I'm saying, hey, China, investigate the Bidens. (laughs) Okay, we'll see how this plays out. Well, my friends, get ready for a very crowded stage in the next Democratic presidential debate with with the National Committee announcing 12 candidates have qualified, and they will all be together in one debate on October 15th. Why are we getting more? That's going the wrong way. (laughs) You're right. You're right. I had two more candidates who qualified this time, but they didn't in September. Representative, I think you need to re-look up the word winnowing. (laughs) You got it wrong. Winnowing doesn't end up with a larger number of people. You're bad at it. (laughs) Representative Tulsi Gabbard and billionaire businessman Tom Steyer will both be on stage. All right, listen. You got old Joe. You got the two communists. You got Mayor Pete. You got Beto just because he's prone to humiliating himself. And I enjoy that very much. You got to have Marianne Williamson for similar reasons. She's hilarious. Uh, Steyer is a no uh, 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 Cory Booker, please. Uh, Yang is 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 interesting, and I've got a thing for Tulsi Gabbard. What so about, what is that? Eight Kamala. Pardon me, Harris. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is in fourth place in her home state. The better you know her, the less you like her. Kamala Harris. I think if I were uh, uh, in charge, I think I'd have five people. The big three, obviously. I think you got to put Pete in there because he. I think he's got a long shot 
chance. Are you still including Biden as one of the big three? Yeah. Uh, I think Mayor Pete also is, uh, he's probably fairly high up the list of possible Veep choices. Oh, yeah. Good good point. Uh, Depending on how, how does he poll in Indiana? I don't. I remember seeing that. Yang, Is he pretty popular? I like Yang up there because he has interesting ideas nobody yeah. else is talking about, and he's raising a lot of money. He probably should be on the list, but there's a bunch of them that need to go. There, there, there's nothing happening there. Oh, there's no. nothing happening with Cory Booker. He's not going to catch fire. It just ain't going to happen. No, and he's dull. Beto is increasingly hilarious, so I say <laughs> keep him in. I love the Saturday Night Live thing on him. Is that all right if I speak some eighth grade Spanish now? <laughs> no. He goes ahead anyway. <laughs> Turns out high pollen counts cut down on crime. A study in the Journal of Health Economics found that on days where the pollen count is high, there's a 4% reduction in violent crime. I knew it. The study's <laughs> authors say that when there's a lot of pollen in the air, all people, in, including criminals, are more likely to stay home. I was going to stab you, but I'm just too sneezy. Where there is mucus, there is less murder. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, indeed. Marshall? Nicely put. Nicely Thank put. Thank you. The uh, scientists also say that pollen makes people very tired, and when they're tired, that diminishes their desire to go out and beat on people and commit <laughs> violent crimes. Well, huh? it's well known among yeah. the coppers. That crime rises as it gets hotter. Yeah. And then it falls off because it's too damn hot. Nobody's got the energy. Oh, I'm chasing out. I want to kill you, but oh, God, it's hot. (laughs) I'm worn out and sweaty. Right. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I'm going to grab me an iced tea and sit in front of the fan. I'll murder you next week. So I missed the headline. Is it 13 in the next debate? Is that what you said? 12. 12 in the next debate? 12? Uh, yes, a dozen. Like Sean said, you're going the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's really discouraging they, to me. They can't be happy that they're adding people. <laughs> it's like when I've tried to get rid of various things yeah. in my life and I end up with more. I've done Oof. that before, too. <laughs> Just You're doing it wrong. I got no enthusiasm for the debate. The most interesting thing that will happen with the debate to yep. me is how much they talk about impeachment. Because um, last time around, the word never came up in three hours with the moderators or the candidates. And that was on the that was the day the, of or the day before a significant development. Yeah, the day that Nadler uh, officially announced his impeachment inquiry thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and uh, and they had the big and it was made a lot of news. It was a big news story. Not a peep about it. That night in the debate. Yeah. And I was uh, listening to some NPR this morning, and they went to uh, one of your districts where you've got a, um, it could go either way for a, a Democrat or a Republican in the House. And this was the Democrat was having a um, event, and they talked to a bunch of people in the audience, and nobody was talking impeachment. Nobody. It just wow. was not even a, the candidate didn't, didn't talk about it, and none of the people in the audience, NPR was asking about, cared about it. And so I just wonder if the candidates, if they're out there and nobody's bringing up impeachment, they're not going to want to talk about it. That's really telling. wonder how universal that is. How common I have no idea. I have no idea. I guarantee it's a big topic in your AOC deep, deep blue districts where the most wackadoo of activists dwell. But I think, well, that's obviously, this is not the most, uh, you know, learned analysis you've ever heard. That's who's driving all this stuff. And the moderates are starting to come along, but... I tell you what, they go back to their district and people roll their eyes and say, what about health care? What about drugs? What about jobs? They'll hear that. Um, so that case that wrapped up yesterday, the cop who accidentally shot the dude in his apartment. Oh, be careful now. He, she shot the dude dead. 
Accidentally? What are you, working for the defense? Well, well, she was convicted of murder. Yeah. And I, I don't think I have any problem with that. But yeah, but I still the, think, uh, can't you have an accident that's a murder, can you? The, 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 the lady cop in Dallas who shot the guy because she was in the wrong apartment, allegedly, got sentenced, and it was a heck of an interesting scene in the courtroom. Yeah, how it ended there in the courtroom, we should tell you about if you way, haven't heard it. Way, way, way more hugging than you're used to in a murder trial. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. New Yorkers have been smoking illegal toad venom. It's crazy. One week without vaping, they're like, yo, you think we could smoke that frog? <laughs> That's a funny joke. I had seen that headline that uh, toad venom was the hot thing, but <laughs> I like the joke. Um, God dang it. There's so many different ways to alter your consciousness. Why do you got to try to invent new ones that might, uh, you know, cause you problems? Booze, <laughs> folks. Booze. Well, booze, pot. There's just there's so many things that are out there that are legal. Right. Why are you doing the crazy stuff? I just don't understand. Leave the toads alone, yeah, everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, speaking of your late night shows, Hillary and Chelsea were on Colbert the other night with a record Monday rating. Highest ratings he's ever had on a Monday night. With Hillary on there. And as I tweeted out, that's only going to encourage her. She's going to look at that as, oh, people love me. Yes. People want me back so much. Yes, they do, Hillary. <laughs> Why'd the back do of my it. neck start sweating again? <laughs> you want to do it. You know that that office, you deserve it. That office is yours, and they stole it from you. Yes. Putin yes. and Trump. Yes. And misogyny. You know it's yours. So there's always an interesting trial going on somewhere in the country, and you can either choose to cover it or not. And we had not covered this particular one much. No, indeed. Amber Geiger is a former Dallas police officer now who uh, came home after a 13-and-a-half-hour shift and uh, found the door to what she claims she thought was her apartment ajar, pushed it in. There is a large black feller. Uh, sitting on the couch watching TV. She shouted at him, show me your hands, etc. Depending on who you ask, he got up or charged at her. or He was reacting in, in self-defense. He didn't know what the hell was going on. She's, I don't know what I would do if somebody walked into my house. And, and started shouting at you. Right. And um, and I think was it she may have been police dark. And, yeah, she was in her uh, uniform. Uh, and, uh, of course, at, I, would, I don't know how I'd react to that. And uh, so she shot She shot him, and he died. And so they decided to, uh, the authorities in Dallas uh, decided to put her on trial. Her defense was that she thought it was her apartment, um, had no intention of shooting him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, th- it went to the jury, and the jury convicted her of murder. What's interesting is that the jury was also in charge of the sentencing, unless I completely misunderstood um, what I read. Um and she got a 10-year sentence, which makes her eligible for parole in five years. Now, the jury was told they could acquit her, they could convict her of manslaughter, or they could convict her of murder. So they went with murder. I know nothing about this, but But a fairly light sentence. It just sounds like a manslaughter, not a murder to me, but I don't know the details. Yeah, well, yeah, it could be in, in you know, I don't know much about Texas law, honestly, but it could be that her... Lack of wisdom, quickness to the gun, etc., was so incredibly egregious. The jury thought she's a murderer. 
but then the 10-year sentence is quite low. So they didn't buy what some activist kukulos are trying to say, that she was some sort of racist who slayed him because he was black. Well, I don't, again, the, the I don't heavily uh, people of color jury just didn't believe that. I don't have any idea what I'm talking about since I didn't follow this, but I, I wouldn't leap to that conclusion. But um, some she, are trying. She yeah. certainly shouldn't be someone who carries a gun. Um, and uh, did, did, they, did they try to make any sort of I was tired and yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a 13 and a half hour shift, as I said. And she came home. She's completely exhausted. She went to the wrong damn apartment. She was so tired. I, see, that's that's unless if you're completely sober and you go into the wrong apartment, I can't even imagine doing that. Right, right. Well, anyway, um, and then to not recognize this isn't my place. I just I like that's so crazy to me. I can't I can't even wrap my head around it. Like she's a cuckoo bird. Oh, okay. I'll just leave that alone. Um, there, I will tell you this. There is a report in the Washington Post about offensive and racist texts she's sent that were introduced during the sentencing. And I read some of them. I wish we had time to get into this, maybe in a little bit, maybe later. But um, they are absolutely the sort of dark jokes cops make all the time. It's cops being cops. And for the, the, the limp-wristed, far-left journalists of the Washington Post to try to portray them as racist is just wrong and naive and dumb. And and again, I wish I had time to get into it, but this is the really interesting part. So this gal gets sentenced to 10 years in prison for murder, and immediately after the judge gavels, uh, well, before the judge gavels it to a close, I think the 18-year-old brother of the victim... Uh, said, I love you as a person. I don't wish anything bad on you. Gave the convicted murderer a big hug and suggested she turn her life over to Jesus, etc. Um, We've got a little of the audio. I don't know oh, which do we, exactly. Do the, we have it? Can you hear it? Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you. I don't know if this is possible, but can, can I give her a hug, please? Please. Not the sort of thing you usually see. And so, and and he did. And with the emotional trial wrapped up, the judge, Tammy Kemp, walked over in her black robe to give the convicted murderer a Bible, then wrapped her arms around Geiger, murmured to her, and together they prayed. Um, and, and the family, who is, who is very religious, devoutly Christian, um, has spoken of, of healing and forgiveness and the rest of it. And everybody from the Dallas police to Ted Cruz to church congregations, Nikki Haley, called the hug an amazing example of faith, love, and forgiveness. Um, a lot of activist types are outraged, confused, troubled. That's too bad. Black people are too fast to immediately forgive white people and move on. We have the right to be angry, the right to grieve, a right to want justice. Yeah, well, the family has a conv- right to handle it however they want. Well, she got convicted of murder. Right, yeah. Um. Yeah, geez, let the grieving family who's closest to the emotions of this decide how they want to treat her for mm-hmm. crying out loud. How old is the, the murderer? Uh, she's she's young. She's barely 30, I think. Um, I don't I have just, that. I just, I just wonder if through the trial she came off as, yeah, I could see how you could do this sort of thing. And uh, you strike me as that sort of person. Right. Well, the just kind of innocent and easily confused and... A variety of things. Yeah, maybe borderline shouldn't be a cop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, What was I going to say to that? Oh, yeah. The prosecution actually said that she was preoccupied by a sexy text. 
on her phone and wasn't paying attention. So there was nobody making a an argument that she had it in for this guy and wanted him dead. So having served on a few juries, and I'm going to, again, before too long, I hope, um, juries have a way of kind of navigating their way through the law to get to justice. So it's pretty clear to me the jury said, no, manslaughter's too minor a charge. This was so freaking irresponsible and stupid. We got a hammer, but then the lighter sentence, um, and and the hogs and the judge and the rest of it and everybody agreeing this is a friggin' tragedy. That's what this is. It's a tragedy. She's got to pay a price, but it mostly it's a tragedy. The first jury I served on that went all the way to a verdict. Um, it was a couple of it was an assault and battery trial. A couple of guys started fighting over something that was the one guy had it coming. The guy who had it coming got the worst of the fight. And essentially, the jury said, listen, what, why are we trying this? Everybody's going to be fine. The guy deserved to get his head split open briefly, and he recovered. Uh, let's move on with our lives. So we acquitted the guy. Um, and it, it, this strikes me as kind of similar. That's an interesting reaction from the family. Yeah. Well, they are, they absolutely are people who live their Christian faith. I mean, it's it's well, and there's clear. there's there's no upside to hanging on to that anger and uh, and and you know wanting vengeance with her. That's not going to help you any. No, which is a really hard thing for me to really internal. I get it intellectually. I get it. It's kind of hard to picture that sort of forgiveness. Although, if this woman is an idiot and not a vicious murderer, that makes it a little easier. Hmm. What an interesting story. Wish I'd followed it. Armstrong and Getty.